I would like to welcome everyone to the Sicilian Shotgun. Good evening. I'm your host, Maurice Domino, the Sicilian Mentor, and today we are broadcasting live from the Sicilian Mentor Studios here in Los Angeles, California. The Sicilian Mentor is home of the Sicilian Shotgun, presentations that sell boot camp, and the Sicilian Mentor Mastermind Sessions. Check us out at mauricedomino.com or killfromthestage.com. And I would like to welcome each and every one of you to the Sicilian Shotgun, where we put our guests under the gun. This is not your mommy's webinar, ladies and gentlemen. We go, we pull back the layers, we pull back that fluff, and we go deep and, and really get the information that we, that's on the back of our minds. We bring it to the forefront and we ask those kind of questions. And let me tell you something. I think that tonight's guest is perfect guest for the shotgun. Uh, his tips, his techniques make him an ideal candidate for the Sicilian shotgun. And my guest tonight is Chad Barr. And Chad Barr, ladies and gentlemen, he is a unique individual who successfully helps his clients leverage technology to dramatically, to dramatically transform their business and create irresistible attraction. His firm's CV Software Systems and the Chad Barr Group have attracted organizations that span the globe and include clients in Italy, Germany, the U.K., Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and right here in the United States. Chad, who created Alan Weiss's Digital Online Empire, devotes much of his time to writing, coaching, consulting, speaking, heading his company, and pursuing its vision. Quite an accomplished individual, ladies and gentlemen, I do have to say that. Not only that, he has published over 60 articles and is the co-author of the new upcoming book, Web Dreams, with Dr. Alan Weiss. And hopefully later we'll be talking about Web Dreams, his new book coming out. Chad leverages the Internet and helps create the finest professional communities in the world. His firm, the Chad Barr Group, is recognized as one of the leading Internet development organizations in the world. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, you visit any one of his sites, and his list of clients are the who's who out there. He is the man behind the man. He's the person behind the person. I like to pull back the green curtain and introduce, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chad Barr. Hello, Maurice. That was amazing. I could listen to you all night. <laughs> okay, well, then I'll sit back and relax. I think I, I think I could fill the next 53 minutes. <laughs> it's great to be here. Oh, it is great to be here. And, and I do have to say this. I, I want to start right off. The reason Chad Barr is here, ladies and gentlemen, is this. I, I, I got to see him present, uh, present at the uh, NSA, the National Speakers Association, Greater Los Angeles Chapter. And I was sitting in the audience, and Chad, I'm sure you'll agree with me, I was sitting in, my, uh, in the audience shaking my head no <laughs> half the time. In other words, I was, I was disagreeing with I was disagreeing <laughs> everything he was saying. Am I right, Chad? Absolutely, but I love the passion in your eyes. Oh, oh and, and it was, I, I think I was, I, I, it was the first time, usually at events, I, I respect the speaker, and I try to be quiet and no side comments, because I know how tough it is to present. Heck, uh, you know, I've been doing it for over five years, 1,500 presentations, and I, I don't I, I want to be a good audience member. I want to be a good cheerleader. And here's Chad doing his best, and every now and then you hear, oh, no way. Uh, <laughs> nuh -uh. And that's from me. <laughs> I'm totally, totally disagreeing. Totally disagreeing with you, Chad. And I, I said, you know what? Uh, immediately I said, i got to get him on the shotgun. i got to get him on the shotgun. So, so thank you so much for joining us here on the Sicilian Shotgun. Thank you for having me. It's really a pleasure to be here, and I look forward to uh, this session. All right. You know, I want to get right into it, right into it. Right there, I, uh, right there on the side, and, and I've been touting this uh, in, the pre in the publicity about the million-dollar website. Uh, in fact, you, your website, the million-dollar-website.com, the million 
yeah, I, I have to say this. We throw around that number, million dollars, everywhere. I mean, I see it everywhere, uh, from websites uh, to cold calling. In fact, the last thing I saw was to be a million-dollar plumber uh, and to smell good at the same time. I mean, we throw that around like, 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 the, like it's nickels. And, and that's what I want to know. What, what, what's your distinction? Uh, what, to you, what is a million-dollar website by your definition? <clears throat> that's a great question. To me, a million-dollar website is the kind of site that focuses on creating tremendous success for, the, for our clients mm-hmm. and also tremendous success for their clients. So it's a framework. It's a framework that in, in, incorporates every aspect that needs to create that dramatic success for our clients and delivering genuine value and genuine success to their clients. So it's somewhat of a framework of what needs to be incorporated in order to create that success. And part of our offerings, uh, we have a lot of offerings uh, to our clients to help them get there, but one of the offering is a partnership I created, as you mentioned, with Dr. Alan Weiss, which is called, which is called the Million Dollar Websites. So that's what, that is one of the key offerings we offer as well, which is position itself to help the most successful people out there to achieve even further success and dramatic growth in their business. And when, just, just to be clear, when you say you know, clients for their clients, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I love that because usually when I deal with web, uh, webmasters, if I, if I may use that term, they, they just primarily deal with w- what I need. In other words, they just take care of the, the webmaster takes care of their client. Uh, I mean, this is, and this, is what, this is unique in that I've never heard anyone say, no, this is, what we do is we create websites for, uh, for our clients, for their clients. What, what do you mean by that? So let's say, for example, if I was to work with you, Maurice, mm-hmm. the key focus for me is to help you through the strategy work that we will do together and then the implementation, the tactical implementation of achieving the goals and the successes for you. There are three components I found that we need to focus on in order to achieve that ultimate success for you. And here are the three components. Number one, I want to put together for you on your behalf a wow factor website. So when people come to your website, I want the first impression to be, wow, this is an amazing place. Uh, I want to stick around some more and find out more about this person. I compare, the, the best analogy I can give you is comparing the wow factor to almost a highway billboard. And that's a concept I know you and I talked about before. Yeah, what I mean briefly by, by a highway billboard, and we can explore it some more later on, just like when you drive on the highway, and whoever has that highway billboard out there probably is competing for about a second or a second and a half of your attention span to grab your attention. On the web, you probably have a couple more seconds than that, but not that much more. So with that in mind, my intent is, number one, to put together a wow factor website that is just amazing and positions you as a world-class act. Mm-hmm. Number two to the success criteria of creating million-dollar website is the content. And the content, from my perspective, needs to be uh, articles and white papers and checklists and podcasts and videos and just amazing content that basically is focused on improving your client's condition. And the third one is the strategy and the tactics that the site needs to focus on in order to create the success. Once we focus on those three criteria, the wow factor website, the content, and the strategy and tactics, that will accelerate your success. And the key focus there is helping your target audience to help them in their success. So would you say that that's the reason why your, your particular 
million dollar websites. That's why they're so important for our listeners to achieve greater success. Well, just like the saying, you need to look like a million dollars, the same concept applies here, that I want your site. If, if we all are trying to position ourselves, ourselves as world-class act, whether we're world-class consultants, world-class speakers, world-class coaches, the site has to speak the same, the same language. The site has to position you for that world-class success and make sure that there's no gap in between. Does that make sense? Yes, uh, definitely, definitely. And, the, the, and, this is, and let, let, let's get into it now. One of the things that I, I disagreed with, I'll just say it, I'll, I'll just be frank with this. The one thing that I disagreed with Chad was uh, at this meeting and why I wanted to get him on here because I love his concepts uh, on this, is, um, is that home page, is the home page, the sales letter. Because I, and I'll say that I was taught uh, from my mentors uh, that I still follow, and even I apply it on my website, which is the scrolling, uh, the scrolling uh, website, the scrolling homepage. In other words, the longer the better. If they're scrolling forever, uh, that, is, that is great. That's a great tactic. And here Chad comes along and says, no, that's, that's totally wrong. It should be, boom, it should just be in one frame, one slide. And, and, and that just totally drove me nuts. How, how, is it that, how is it that everyone that I've heard from Chad says that it should scroll on till, till infinity? Well, a couple of points. First of all, I cannot argue with success. So if anyone out, out there makes a claim, a genuine claim, that the sales letter concept, which I also refer to as the informational, informational concept, right. is effective for them and creates success, I'm not going to argue with that. But statistically, from my perspective, studying it for years after years, it is ineffective. Who in the world has the time today? We're all busy. I'm sure you're busy. The people on the call are busy. The people who are going to listen to this podcast in the future are busy. We all are fighting for time and shuffling our priorities. Who has the time to look at a sales letter and start reading it from top to, bo- to bottom? I for sure am not going to do it. I've never done it. And I, I challenge anyone out there that claims that they have the time to sit there and read a sales letter. So think about when you walk into a bookstore, what is the book that grabs your attention? Is it the one that the front cover, the outside of the book, is attractive, has something that grabs your attention to say, let me open this book and read further? Or is the book that just has text upon text upon text? Perhaps there's some people out there that uh, perhaps have, have the tendency to, to like to read, but I could make an easy uh, statement here that the majority of sites that are successful grab their people's attention with in-your-face one, two, three components that need to jump at you. So, for example, let's say that you are a consultant, a speaker, and an author. Uh-huh. My preference is when I come to your website, rather than reading pages upon pages on the first, on, uh, that, that forces me to scroll down and down to, to figure out what it is that you do, I would like to see one box or one key element on your website that's visually pleasing that talks about you as a consultant. Perhaps even when I hover my, my mouse or move my mouse over that box, it gives me an additional sentence, sentence, a provocative statement that tells me something about consulting that intrigues me to click on and read further. If you're also a speaker, perhaps I would like to see a video of yours that in 30, 60 seconds positions you it's an object of interest. And then if you're an author and perhaps you have a book, feature the book, but something that will grab my attention to stick there longer. So I'm a, a huge fan. But, of, but you see, even, even, you see, even when I'm, I'm constructing, okay, Chad, I'm constructing that website in my mind's eye. I'm already scrolling to page 1.52. So how, you know, how, the heck, how the heck am I going to include all that information? Well, the first intent, when, when someone shows up on your homepage, the intent is to grab their intent, attention quickly. 
right. you only have three, four, five seconds to do so. You're not going to do it with a long sales letter that's going right. to take 20 minutes to read. Right. I'm slightly exaggerating here, maybe five minutes, but you, you have three, five seconds to grab their attention. So if that's all the seconds you have, you have to have something in your face that grabs their attention, both visually from a provocative statement and also from a value-driven statement. One sentence or two will be the most that will grab their attention to decide whether they want to find out more about you or they're out of there. And that's why I believe strongly that your homepage needs to be very short, very visually pleasing, very value-driven, in your face, grabbing your attention. And this is, where, this is what I absolutely loved about uh, your presentation, and you, you made mention of it, and I, I love to get into it. And what a great analogy about the highway billboard. When you said that, it, it, it then, like, the, the light, uh, I'm going to say the light went up to 30 watts. <laughs> Not all the way, it wasn't sold all the way just yet. So let's, let, let's, just, so let's just explore but, it for just one more brief moment here, just yeah. like on the highway. So we have about a second and a half to grab someone's attention. Definitely. If you had text upon text of people having to read that, there's no chance in the world that someone is going to read that highway billboard. It has to be visually pleasing, provocative in your face, the same concept, the same analogy that your homepage needs to follow. So, again, I, I think what I'm trying to drive at, yes, the homepage got to be quick to the point. I guess I, uh, the word I was looking for is you, you made mention of creating windows or panels uh, on, on that homepage. So that you have these these pockets pockets of information. So, can you just ex- explain that for a bit? So it's more of an image, uh, maybe a, bo- a box concept. So if I'm thinking about three, four, five components, let's refer to it as a component or a box. Okay. Uh, going back to the example I gave before, if your key focus to drive the key value to your clients is going to be in the area of consulting, speaking, and your book. Those are the three big boxes that need to show up somewhere in the center of the homepage. Mm-hmm. You as a consultant, the big box there, with maybe a, a provocative statement or question that intrigues the visitor to click on finding some more. And perhaps uh, uh, the cover of your book, if we're trying to position the book. And, of course, the standard navigation and, and, thing, and other things. But the key things that I want to engage the, the audience is in me as a consultant or me as a speaker or, or me uh, regarding the book. That's what I want them to click on. Now, if they decide to start by clicking on my testimonials or, or register to the newsletter, great. But the key aspect is those three, four, five boxes that will grab the visitor's attention to click on and dig further into the website. Because the intent is to keep them further on the website, and the ultimate intent is for them to contact you or possibly even hopefully purchase something for your website. So, again, just if, if you don't mind, like someone like me, how what... What would what would a framework or the I call it windows or boxes? What would they comprise of? I mean, you're a little familiar with what I do. What would what would be, what would give me a snapshot of what the Sicilian mentor would look like? And that's what it'd be a snapshot on on the screen, right? Again, so, going back to that highway billboard uh, example. So one of the key things that you do, I know you're a speaker. Right. The other thing, you have a mentoring program. What's the third thing that you would like someone to in, engage in when they come to meet you? What 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 is the third my, offering? My boot camp. Okay, boot so so the boot camp needs to be one box. The second box that needs to be visually prominently displayed on the website needs to be your mentor program. Click here to find out more. Now, if you have a powerful testimonial that you have helped take someone's business to dramatic success, maybe it's that one testimonial that shows on your mentor box that says, let me, let me discuss what I can do for you. Um, and then the third one was you as a speaker. 
So especially what, what I find to be the majority of speakers' website that I come to see, the reason I, I find them to be somewhat weak is that they're not positioning their website with powerful videos. So my suggestion for you and other speakers out there is to have a very powerful video on, on the homepage and also um, a series of other videos, both in action in a studio, both in action in front of live audience, that showcase you driving value to your target audience. Those are the three boxes I envision on your. Now, in your situation, there may be a fourth one, but just hearing the key focus of what you offer to your clients, that will be my suggestion. Got it. And just to be sure, for the people listening, I, I, I already have some people, uh, Chad, people already looking you up on the Internet. Just to be sure of uh, Chad's uh, Internet site, that is uh, www.themilliondollarwebsites, plural.com. So, Kevin, thank you so much for uh, uh, for correcting the Sicilian. I, I, I appreciate that. And, and by the way, just to, to clarify one more thing, that's one of our offering, the Millionaire website. My other website is CB Software Systems, and also the blog, which is chadbar.com. And, 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 that's, and that's my next question. You, you made mention of three things. So we talked about the wow factor, creating that highway billboard to stop people in their tracks and to um, – have them, you know, I'm just wondering, do you know what the average time, how, how long a person stays on a website before they click through? Do you, do you, by chance, do you know that's the first time? Because that's what we're trying to do here. We're, I, I know, for me, I'm a clicker. Uh, when I watch TV, as well as when I'm on the Internet, I'm clicking all over the place. Sometimes I, I, can't, I go from uh, uh, speaking seminars to something with the Swahili uh, dance tribal uh, effects because <laughs> I'm clicking so much. There are definitely studies that have, have been out there to study uh, the average length of stay on the home page. Um, I heard the numbers being somewhere between three to seven seconds to, oh be, to, to be more accurate. Uh, now, are there people that are spending a little bit more time there? Sure. sure. But there are also people that go to the home page and within two seconds just close the browser because they are not interested to stay there further. So you only have a few seconds to grab their attention. And as I said, the intent is to grab them with some point of interest that intrigues them to click further, whether it's uh, one of the boxes, maybe it's your testimonials, or the intellectual property that you have to offer, your articles, your videos, uh, your checklists. So whether it's the article sections or your resource section, whatever we call it. Right, you know, my, my father, Dr. Alfonso Domino, says, Maurice, remember, you could always make your espresso sweeter with sugar and not vinegar. <laughs> so you, definitely, you definitely want to attract people, attract them, and to stay. And, you, you know, you made mention uh, just now some of the content. Uh, you said articles, podcasts, and all that. Why? Why? I mean, it just, that, that sounds like a, so much work just to, just to, to uh, g- generate eyeballs. Why, why is that? The, fir- the first qualification statement that I will make, it, it takes hard work, to, hard work to create success. Uh, I actually have an article somewhere among my articles. If you build it, they will come, mm-hmm. or will they? Mm. And, and the concept is too many people think that, well, I'm going to put together a website, throw together a couple of articles, a video, and the day after life is going to be good because everyone <laughs> is going to show up and going to order my products. Well, that's, isn't that, wait a minute, that's what they're selling. <laughs> I, I know there's a couple of people out there that if you just, you know, you, you do a, three things, add water, uh, they will come. They will, <laughs> you're a millionaire over, overnight. You mean it's not, it's not so? <laughs> and I have a place of oil to sell you, too. <laughs> <laughs> with a little, little, uh, little seawater with it. Next That's time. right. <laughs> That's right, in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, the point is this. It takes hard work, and the hard right. work manifests itself through the creation of interesting intellectual property. That's what drives your clients to come to your website and spend more time there. So it's the how-to. It's tips about 
uh, improving their business. So, for example, for me, it will be tips about how to put together the proper strategy. Uh, it will be tips about uh, what, is, what are the three co- – we talked earlier about the three components being the wow factor, um, the content, and the strategy. I have an article that not only shows the chart, which I also refer to as a process visual, it shows that particular chart, but also – clarifies and articulates each one of the points with examples. That's what will attract the people to find you as an object of interest and to, to cause them to come back and visit you more and more because you share with them tips how to improve their business. So if your focus is on helping people, let's say, in their speaking career, right. there has to be on your website a lot of example. You know, how do I create the perfect opening? How do I have the perfect closing in a speech? What should be in between? Um, how do I overcome... Uh, tough questions from the audience. All those could be both checklists, they could be articles, they could be podcasts that you could provide your clients that they can download on their iPod, get on, the, on an airplane or drive in the car and listen to it. That's where the content comes in and plays. And you probably heard the statement for, <laughs> before which, which states, content is the king. I do right. agree with that. Content, do you don't? Yeah, I do agree with that. Okay. Content is what is going to drive people to come to you and visit you often and keep coming back for more. Now, is this what you would call, uh, I think you have the fr- uh, phrase, marketing gravity? The phrase marketing gravity actually was termed by uh, my colleague and partner, Alan Weiss. Right. And uh, I'm glad you actually put it out there. And it's up on the screen there. Like magic. Like magic. The magic of the Internet. But, 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 that, but, I, I, but see, that's what I'm getting from you. By, by creating all this stuff, yeah, it, it's work. And trust me, uh, one thing that at my boot camps uh, that I do express to people, I says, hey, if you, if you put the time into it, guess what? There is return. There is an ROI on it. And that's a return on Italians. <laughs> that's the way we say it. Exactly. <laughs> a big return on Italians. But, you know, so this marketing gravity. So, so here are some examples of what we could do. So exp- explain this marketing gravity. How, how does it attract, how does it, uh, attract uh, eyeballs uh, or visitors to our website? So in order to create the interest, as, as I said, Ellen termed the, the concept of marketing gravity, and, and there's a quick story with that, uh, which I'll, I'll just tell you shortly. For a long time in Ellen's book, the marketing gravity chart that you're looking at only had 14 spokes to it. And it used to drive me crazy because I personally thought of so many more spokes. So about three or four months ago, I just sent Ellen this marketing gravity, which I created, which now has 37 spokes. So I'm much happier because now it has much more detail uh, that is involved here. Uh, so so you're, you're, you're a believer that more is more. Is more. Well, <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> in this particular example, in order to create the interest to come to us, for, uh, for to create the gravity that people pick up the phone and call us, that people send us email with inquiries, that people buy from us, here is what the most successful clients I have engage in. And most of them, the most successful ones, are actually engaging in every spoke on the line of marketing gravity. Every so spoke? Every spoke. Now, I realize that to your, vis- to, to your listener, and to your future listener, this may be somewhat overwhelming. Oh, my God, where do I start? <laughs> Some of them may not even have one or two or three of them yet. Right. So my suggestion, start somewhere. Start with one. Start with three today. Uh, whether it's better case studies on your website, have a special report on your website. Uh, some, of, some people out there still don't have a website. So I would suggest for, for them to have a website, perhaps a blog. Online community, which I also call a forum, uh, is the ultimate of the social media experience out there, which I've implemented quite a few of them. And the most successful one I actually have implemented is to Elon's community called 
that is called Ellen's Forms. So perhaps you attract a target audience that makes sense for you to create your own community that can interact with you one-on-one, virtually 24-7 on the web. Uh, podcasts, if you have podcasts, I highly recommend for you that you interface them to iTunes. So if people come to iTunes, they can search for you and find you on iTunes and then find you through iTunes to, to, by virtue of listening to you uh, and then going to your website. Uh, through a link there. If you have videos, put it on YouTube and beyond, uh, on other platforms as well. So there's a way to exploit, to positively exploit the content that you have. Put this in an article, create a book, create an ebook. And not going through every element of the marketing gravity here, but my suggestion, if you're not doing them, you've got to focus on at least three of them to move them aggressively and then focus on one, two, three more and build that more and more. Okay, you, you know, again, I've got, I got to jump in here. You, you, you know, you're the expert on this. And, and for, let's say, for uh, someone who's just starting out, it, uh, based upon your experience, which, what would get the most traction right away, the most gravity? Yes, how many spokes do we have here? I believe 37. Okay, 37 spokes. Now, let's say three of them. And I, I believe that, you know, less, less is, we've got to start somewhere. So out of these 37, what, what would be the, the, the top three to start off with? What would you believe the top three would be? So, of course, the, the number one has to be an effective website. And I'm not suggesting the Mercedes, Mercedes right. of website or the Bentleys of website, but I'm suggesting a powerful, effective website that is not just a business card online, that actually has point of interest with articles as we talked about before. So number one, effective, powerful, wow-factor website. Number two, um, as you start to develop your articles, and that's going to take some time, create, create a booklet, create a, a collection of seven of your articles, five, seven, ten of them, and create a booklet that's both av- available as a hard copy booklet that perhaps people can uh, buy on, on the web, but also make it available as an ebook, as a PDF download at the same time. It is pretty easy to do on the web. Once you have the booklet, start moving towards thinking about a commercially published book or a self published book. Um, so that's somewhat related, both the ebook and, and the book itself. But uh, and then and then every aspect of networking and growing your database, database of people that you can be in touch with. So those are the three that I would focus on primarily: an effective website, uh, booklets and books, and then networking to the point that you can grow your uh, connection that you can stay in touch with. Now, if, if we may, let's look at the other end, end of the spectrum. A professional speaker, they're, they're doing it. They're, they're hitting almost all the cylinders. What are, what are, the, what are the professionals, the experts out there uh, on this uh, marketing gravity uh, spokes here? What, are they, what, what do you feel that they're, that they're forgetting, that they're missing out on, or maybe they're not doing it as well? What, what would be the, their top three, or top three or the top three that they should be incorporating? Because you know, I, a lot of, right, right away I have a lot of people out there like, oh, I'm a speaker, I know exactly what I'm doing. Oh, I, yeah, uh, you know, there's an expression in Sicilian that as soon as you say uh, you know everything, a donkey comes out and kicks you in the head. <laughs> Have you ever heard that one? I, I don't think so. It's the first one for me. <laughs> so, so the professional out there, I'm sure they're, they're listening. Uh, for the professional out there, what, what are they missing? Uh, traditionally, when, when you work with your seven-figure earners, they're, they're doing it. I'm sure they have to be doing a majority of this, but you're like, hey, what about X, Y, and Z? So for the pro out there, what, what are they missing? Well, first of all, if they are successful, they already have uh, a, a base of success that they're building on. So it's much right. easier for them to grow further than someone who is starting, who's still struggling and getting the business off the ground. But yet what I find to be quite common among seven 
figure producers, that they're always looking to improve, to evolve. So one of the concepts I talk about is the concept of evolution. And the concept of evolution has to be, what's next? What is it that I can provide additional value? Today, for a lot of my clients, is the exploration of how to build communities around their work to facilitate the kind of environment, both face-to-face and also virtually, that allows people to interact with them one-on-one, but also to interact among themselves. So community has been huge as far as an interest for my clients and especially the top producers out there to, uh, to, to, to exploit that and, and, and help create um, new additional values for their clients and their clients' clients. Um, the incorporation of uh, effective uh, workshops, both virtually and also face-to-face. So more and more of my clients are providing a uh, tremendous amount of digital value through books and booklets and having webinars and having teleseminars and effective workshop. That's where I see them. And also, uh, some of them are getting better as, as speakers and presenters and are yielding not only better results, but higher fees when they go and speak. And uh, I'm, just, I'm just curious, for this market and gravity, no matter what, what side of the spectrum you're on, be it the, the beginner or, or the expert, well, how much, you know, what, uh, what, what's the time frame for this? I mean, is this, uh, you know, a magic bullet, or what do you, what do you see traditionally uh, with the clients you work with? Again, I, I, wanted to, I want to take advantage of the people, again, the people that you work with and share with our listeners, what, what is the timing of this? Uh, is, 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 it an overnight, is it an overnight success, or is it the traditional overnight success that took 10 years to get here? <laughs> Great question. I believe the answer is quite subjective. And, and the reason is some people take much faster to create, innovate, and mm-hmm. produce content. And for some people, it's a struggle. So they, not, they need to figure out a way how to accelerate the process of creating content, of creating interesting things about them. Uh, so, for example, for some people, writing comes very easily. Right. And for some people, writing does not come easily. So if that's a situation, perhaps they have to team up or get someone on their team that can help them uh, get the ideas out of their head and put it on paper. So perhaps uh, engage a content writer. So th- the answer is it's somewhat subjective. Sure. But uh, it, just kind of taking a look at the majority of my clients, uh, the key here is to focus on one, two, three things and start moving them a mile and then moving on one, two, three more, three more things, and moving those a mile. Uh, so it's quite common for someone who's just starting with the web strategy as one of our clients to be quite aggressive from a perspective of marketing gravity and the creation of content within six months to 12 months. Uh, and, and just think about it. If you were to commit yourself to create one powerful article a month, one or two podcasts a month, and one video a month, in one year, you will have 12 powerful articles, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no, 12 yeah. to 24 podcasts and 12 videos. So altogether, you're looking at 36 to possibly 48 pieces of powerful content within a year. Imagine what's going to be there two, three years from now as you're going to repurpose, repurpose and rebundle some of that content. So the key is start today, do something, commit yourself to write those articles, to create those podcasts, and then look at it six months or nine years from now. Now we look back... And, and be proud of your accomplishment, but say, what's next? What else should I start thinking about to drive additional value to my target audience? Well, now, now, having said that, we're, we're going down this rosy path. I do have to say this. What, what are some of the specific roadblocks 
uh, that do that do come up that prevent uh, people, the listeners or your students from from even getting started or, or, or continuing down that pathway? That's a great question. Uh, I would say the majority of my clients, when I see roadblocks, it comes down to the development of content, right. both writing the content about their own uh, about their own website and then uh, um, developing powerful article checklists, uh-huh. podcasts. So when they first start, uh, they mean well. But then as they get deep into it, whether it's an issue of priorities, whether it's an issue of taking care of business, some of them struggle with being able to put it together. So that's the ultimate roadblock, is setting enough time and making it an important enough priority that you're able to create this content and powerful website and then be consistent in developing the content and drive it to your clients. That is the ultimate roadblock. Uh, so, so two points to it. Uh, number one is the content, and number two is priorities. And just to be sure, we got a question here. Uh, just real quick, what's the difference between a podcast and a video? Great question. Uh, to me, a podcast primarily, although I, I, although I can have both audio and video podcasts, mm-hmm. to me the explanation of referring to a podcast is, is listening to an audio, uh, typically in the form of what's referred to as an MP3 file. Gotcha. Um, so when I listen to it, either on the web by clicking on something that plays it, I just listen to it. A video will be something that I can both listen and watch at the same time. Uh, and both are effective. Some people like to listen. Some people like to actually load, download them to their iPod so they can take them on the road with them, uh, whether in the car or, as I said before, getting on an airplane and listening to some podcasts. Some people are very visual, so they like to, listen, to, to watch and listen at the same time. And some people like to print it and make some notes. I suggest on your website to be effective, incorporate all of the above. Don't duplicate the same content to be both available as an article, but have some available as articles and some available as podcasts and some available as videos. Wait a minute. Did you just say don't make it available across all, all the different mediums? Uh, what, what I, what I, to clarify, what I, yes, you have to make it available, but don't take the same article times three, meaning don't take one article, topic A, and now make it available both as an article, both as a podcast, and duplicate the same thing. Put perhaps a different spin on it and make it available as a podcast. Take a different concept and now make it available as, as a video. But uh, don't because, duplicate because, you the know, same The reason thing. I'm jumping on this question uh, to this point is because you even said it before, and I, and I hear this all over and over again, and it's what, the, uh, the 13 steps of repurposing? In other words, you take one thing and you could, uh, I think the number's up to 13 things you could do with the same piece of content, so uh, you got to clarify this for me when you say don't, because it, in essence it sounded like you're saying don't repurpose it, but what, what do you, what's the difference? You're, 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 I, have to, I have to jump in here. What's, what's the difference? Okay, so let's clar- clarify it. Number one, yeah. let's, let's be clear that I'm a big fan of having the content available in different, a variety of different flavors, and the flavor could be a written article, the flavor could be listening to the, to the podcast as an audio listening uh, right. mechanism, and the flavor could be watching a video. My suggestion is to put a different spin on the article and don't take it word for word and, done, and then repeat it as a podcast. Oh, okay. okay. Don't duplicate the same thing because it's somewhat redundant, but yet it's okay to repurpose, take 60%, 70% of the article, now make it into a podcast, but put a different spin, maybe add another point to it. Take a podcast, let's say a three, five minutes podcast, and reduce it to a 60, 90 seconds video that could be very effective. But then you're repurposing with a different spin and a couple of new points to it. That's interesting stuff. 
I would not clone the same thing in the three right. flavors I mentioned. Gotcha, gotcha. Because you know, and then and I'll, I'll you know, and that's what I've heard is that you just you could just simply clone it. What you're saying is repurpose, repurposing. In other words, take it, repurpose it a little bit, clean it up, shine it up, give it a new uh, new new look. Could be the same idea, but in other words. Uh, a, a different spin, a different look at it, and then present it in a different format. Be it, Absolutely. Uh, hard copy, uh, ebook, audio, or video. Yeah, and, and you know, some people, and even we've done it with some of our clients, you can take a video or an audio and make a transcript of that written transcript. Right. Um, I, I don't do it all the time. Every once in a while we do a transcript because that's word for word exactly what was said right. in the podcast. Uh, but you're right. I, I prefer to put a different spin on that. Uh, and then repurpose it with a new facelift and maybe a couple of new concepts, and now you have a brand-new podcast, and you're not repeating word-for-word word what you said in the article. Now, this, this reminds me of something that you, that you said to me that I, that I found very interesting on how, again, I, that word repurposing means something different to you than, than how I know it. Again, for me, repurposing is, you know, you rubber-stamp this thing 13 different times. But you, you made mention, um, I don't know if it was to me directly or maybe yes. at the NSA, about your, your blogs, how that you go back and you add information or you take away information. Absolutely. What was, what, what, was, what's that, what was that repurposing strategy? And I love yeah, it. I want and to make sure I listen to it. It's actually one of my favorite repurposed strategies. <laughs> let's, say, let's say for the sake of discussion, two years ago I, I wrote a great article. Right. Nothing like bragging about my own articles, right? Wait, let me, can I just interrupt you for a second? For the people that are listening... I hope to God you have a piece of paper and pen handy because what he's about to share with you is gold. So, Chad, you were saying. So two years ago, I wrote an article, uh, maybe three years ago, about what are effective call, calls to actions on your website and the importance of having an effective call to action. And a call to action could be something like contact us, call us, email us, click here, sign up today, uh, join our, um, our mailing list, purchase now. Those are uh, get your copy today. Those are some of the call to action. As I was thinking about this article, I'm just using that as an example because that applies and is applicable to many of my articles, and I recommend the same te uh, technique for, for my clients as well, of course. Um, as I think about the call to actions, new ones come to mind. So what I do from the concept of repurposing, I go back to the original article that I wrote two or three years ago on my blog. I modified the original article, and I add two or three more points. So where I first started, I think with seven call to actions, I think that, that that article on my blog today is up to either 20 or 22 different call to actions. And what I do is this. When I add the new points to my original article, I also go and create a brand new post on my blog today and I would say something that would sound like two years ago, three years ago, I wrote an article about um, what are some of the effective calls to action. I just added a couple more points. Here's the link to the original article. So not only I repurpose, because I, as I said to you, if someone shows up on your blog today, and let's say your blog, your blog has been in existence for one, two, three, four, five years, the likelihood of them sitting and reading every single post for the five years is close to none, right? Yeah, so they're going to look at the front page. They may look at a couple of other things. The average I think I've seen is somewhere between three, four minutes for people who are really interested to sp spend some time on the blog. So the likelihood of them finding that article that possibly is a great article from two, three years ago is not likely. By repurposing and putting the content today, you're increasing the odd that people are going to find and reread the article that you wrote two years ago that is not, was not just very effective then, but especially today because you're adding more value to it. Now, if, if I may, I just want to interject just to be clear and also I, what I find the beauty of this. Just to be clear, so that two-year-old that two article, 
when I when I create my blog post for today, June twenty first, uh, June twenty second, uh, that I'm going to talk about the the, the added uh, information. Do I reprint? Do I reprint the 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 blog article today, or do I just say, hey, I got some additional information uh, b- uh, back on a blog that appeared in uh, two thousand. Uh, 2008. Oh, my math is not that good. I had to think about that one. Uh, so, do I just do a reference to that article in, in today's uh, in today's blog post, or do I actually reprint that blog post today? I believe the most effective one is just to put a reference. So today, I would put a very short sentence or paragraph that says, um, "A couple of years ago, or five years ago, I wrote an article that I just modified by adding a couple more points to it." Or you could even become contrarian about your own thoughts. I changed my mind, and I do that at mm-hmm. time. Something may have changed, and I say, "A couple of years ago, I wrote this article, and I disagree <laughs> with my own article." <laughs> um, and that's great because it shows you as a humble person, and also the fact that you may change your mind every once in a while. I'm not going to change my mind about the sales council, sales letter we talked about before. <laughs> You're not going to change your mind. That's not going, going to happen, <laughs> Maurice. <laughs> uh, you, caught, you caught that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but there are, there are obviously different things that I do change my mind, or is there invo- evolving? Uh, it's uh, important to me to share that new evolution with my clients, and that's what I would do by repurposing just a short paragraph or so, and then putting the hyperlink to the original article that they can easily access it from today's post. Now, what I love about this, and I hope people can get this, is that, that by doing that, you, you, that's not much work. But yet, it's, you're creating fresh content for all the spiders out there uh, because you're going to be using keywords. And by all means, Chad, jump in if, I, if I'm looking at this wrong. But you're creating content, easy content for today. Uh, if it's a slow day for creating content, by referring to this other article, just say, hey, look, i got some new information there. But what I love about this is that when they click to that old article, now they're deep in your blog. And, of course, the blog, you know, uh, you know naturally blogs say, you know, the previous article was this, and then the next article is that. Now, guess what? You've retained it. You may have caught their eye. They may read that updated blog post. But now they're deep that they see other article titles. Am I right about this, uh, Chad? That's exactly right. And let me add one more tip that I find Please. to be very, very effective and I'm very powerful. I'm excited over here. <laughs> here, it, here it is. I love the concept of Amazon. When you go to visit Amazon and you look at the book, right. and at the bottom of the book it says, people who bought this book also bought the following book. Right. Every time I buy a book on Amazon, I purchase another one or two because of that technique. I'm a right. huge fan also of iTunes. I'm probably one of their biggest customers that buy music and movies all the time through iTunes. They just recently incorporate the same concept. When I purchase really? a piece of music, as you buy the piece of music, it tells you at the top, people who purchase this music also purchase the following. Every t- and they're right, right on from, a perspective of, from the perspective of their recommendation. So very effective. And every time I buy a movie, uh, a movie or a piece of music, uh, that increases the odds that I will purchase at least 40 to 60% more, percent more of what I was about to purchase. Why not use the same concept on your blog and your articles? So at the bottom of an article or at the bottom of a blog entry, why not put something, people who read this, this blog entry, and you don't have to automate it for phase one. You could just use your knowledge, your wisdom of your own article to say, people who read this article may also be interested in the following article checklist survey. So you're increasing the odds that the person that read the article will click on something else of interest that's related to that. Oh man! I see now that that's an added layer that that we didn't discuss uh, offline here. That I just I just took out of that. I know that my my blog 
SicilianMentor.com. I know that when you when you go to a, a specific blog post, you know at the top it says you know the previous article was this and it gives it a title, and the next article is that. But what you're saying is not only count on um, the the formatting or or the the, the mechanics of the blog blog uh, site, but also why not create your uh, upsell links uh, uh, or the referring links. That's what you're saying here. Create. We should create our own as well. That's exactly right. There are too many what I call orphan pages. You go to the page, you read the article, and the the, the site does not ask you to do anything else. And most likely, when the person finishes the, the article, they're going to close the browser because right. it, the browser doesn't, doesn't suggest anything else. This increases the odds that people will click on. It increases the interest level on their part and uh, will cause them to read more. And it's related variety of content. So we talked about before, you may have an article, and then at the bottom of the article you say, you may be interested in listening to this podcast related to this article. Oh, my gosh. And that's words, you, yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you, you just didn't say that, did you? <laughs> now, not only are we going to keep them on their blog, but now we're going to shoot them to a possibly different site or different content of ours. And now, they're, now, now we're creating more of a presence in, in that one look. Uh, that we do uh, blog articles, we have uh, uh, um, podcasts, we do have videos. Oh, Chad, I am so glad you're on this one. I, I, I hope everyone just, I hope everyone's light bulb just went off. And the, last, and the last thing, Maurice, we, get, we oftentimes get compliments from our clients and our future clients to say this was a very effective podcast, this was a great article. Why not gently solicit them to write the testimonials either in an email or on their letterhead? When that happens, incorporate the small testimonials on that page as well. So you're creating more credibility by people saying, I read this article, and this was very effective in my implementation of whatever it is. I mean, I, I, mean, I absolutely love it. And, and one thing I, I do have to say, I, when, I, when I go to these seminars and all that, people are, are talking, and, and they're talking. We're so engrossed with, with, the, with the big things that they're saying that what I'm going to suggest to people who are listening, this is my own uh, tactic and technique. Sometimes you've got to listen to those little asides uh, those little things that people say, because guess what? Those are the real gems. I believe those are that. Those are the, those are the real secrets that, by mistake, the expert, the, the guru, guru has let out. Because uh, Chad said something in passing. Now, I don't know if you remember this, Chad, but you said something in passing uh, at the NSA meeting that I latched onto hook, line, and barrel, uh, hook, line, and sinker. Oh, well, in this case, barrel. I mean, the whole thing. Uh, I, I use the technique of R&D. You know what R&D stands for? Well, is it the obvious research, research and development? Or is that something no, different? no, it stands for rob and duplicate. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Sicilian. That's a All right, Sicilian I will say that very well. <laughs> yeah, I rob and duplicate this. And Chad, just in passing, uh, because it wasn't part of the main topic, something happened, and he just said in passing what he's doing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's a great idea. And what he said was this, and I, wa- I want to talk about this. He says that right now he is using uh, Facebook to connect with people so that he can Skype with them. And, that, and then, Chad, that's all you said. And then we went back on to the main topic and all that. I, 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 I want to share this. I, I think this is a golden nugget. Let me tell you something. I, I've hooked on to this. I am now using uh, my Facebook uh, to connect with people. I see where they're from, and now I'm speaking to people in New Zealand and Malaysia and Canada and Germany. I am now traveling the world. Can you, can you elaborate on that? Because I think this is, this is, this is well wor- worth it. Because, again, it goes back to the idea of creating community. This is about cre- building community. Why, why, not, why not use the facilities that we have? So, Chad, let me, uh, it's all yours. Well, so, so I look at Facebook as an extension of my networking events. 
And to be effective, I want to create genuine relationship of interest with people of interest to both learn from them and to both be able to share my wisdom with them as well, to help them as well. So just to give you an example, um, I, I was born, uh, before we started the call, we talked about it uh, for a brief moment and also on our previous call, I was born and raised in Israel for the first right. 22 years of my life before I moved to the U.S. And about three or four months ago, one of the new uh, friends of mine on Facebook was commenting about a trip he just was just made. Actually, I saw the picture that looked uh, looked very familiar to me because it was a picture from Israel. So that grabbed my attention. We're talking about that one second thing that grabs your attention. So I clicked on that to see what what photo. And I and, and yes, it was a, a photo from Israel. And then he was talking about the speech he just gave at the University of Tel Aviv. And I thought to myself, wouldn't it be great if I, I, I travel to Israel all the time, at least once or twice a year, sometimes three times a year. And I thought to myself, I never spoke at the University of Tel Aviv or University of, of Jerusalem, and I would love to have the opportunity to do that. So I shot him an email and said, and I said something that looks like, uh, great to see that you travel to Israel. This is uh, my homeland where I was born and raised. I'm now an American living in the U.S. Uh, I'm intrigued with uh, the speech you gave in the University of Tel Aviv. Would you be kind enough to share with me how you got the gig? Uh, and immediately, I got a reply that says, I just landed a couple of minutes ago uh, for my trip. It was an amazing trip. I'll be delighted to share it with you in the next 48 hours. Contact me in two days or so. And I did contact him in, t- in two days, and uh, we, we spoke thereafter. And he actually put me in touch with the people that I'm actually discussing right now, the opportunity of possibly speaking there. Um, and then the call... Um, Typically, I, I offer the people whether they want to make the, this follow-up call either on Skype, which many do because they like the face-to-face connection, or on the phone. More and more are leaning toward the Skype because it creates more of a friendly approach, almost like we are there digitally, but we cannot just talk to each other, but we can actually see each other as we're speaking. So I offer that, uh, and many people do prefer to, to Skype uh, and so we can see each other. Many of them turn out to be clients. I mean, I just, I just find that amazing. It, and again, if for, for the people listening uh, live and on the, uh, the, re, re, the recording, it's again, it's when we, when you go to seminars, listen to what people are saying, and it's just sometimes it's those asides that are are, are, are worth gold. And because I'm doing that now, Chad, I'm, I'm using Facebook as uh, as my networking tool. Like you said, that's a good way to put it. I'm using it as a networking tool to make these connections, but I'm taking the connections further. And I'm just quite simply saying, hey, great to connect on Facebook. Uh, by chance, do you Skype? And then sure enough, they say yes, and then we try you know, we make it a uh, totally, uh, you know, uh, amicable time that we could do it. And of course, you know, <laughs> dealing with the different time zones, it makes it, inter- it, makes it interesting. But I, I make the time, and, it, and it's great. It's, going, it's taking that other step, and, and, and as you said earlier, it's about creating that community. It's going above and beyond that static, you know, two-dimensional uh, websites that we have, or that we're being two-dimensional with our social networking, that we that we really exist, that that we are that person behind uh, that website, behind that message. You know what I find interesting, as you, as you said in, in the introduction so uh, eloquently and generously when you introduced me, uh, we do have clients all over the world, <clears throat> which I've been fortunate to serve, and it's interesting to me that the majority of my clients outside the U.S prefer to Skype and see each other face-to-face, and the majority of clients in the U.S. prefer to use the phone. Uh, (laughs) Don't ask me why, but that's the fact. (laughs) Well, because we're trying to hide. We're trying to hide. We're we're trying to stay in our, we're trying to, you know what it is, we're trying to stay in our bubble. And and I think that, and that's, you know what, uh, uh, you know, 
we spoke about my walk yesterday when I walked across the valley, and that the, the reason I did it was that we don't smile enough. I believe this, that, that the outside world doesn't have the, what I call, I mean, the outside world has what I call the cafe society. In other words, there's interactions among strangers. People don't mind talking to each other and smile, smiling to each other. For some reason, here in America, oh, it's just we don't have that, we have that closed-mindedness. I mean, people just want to get from A to B and don't bother me. Don't, you know, don't just get out of my way. So by being on the phone, I think it's a little bit more impersonal. But the, the Sicilian way, oh, my gosh, we're talking about hugs and, and, and getting to know everybody. I mean, I might just let you know, at my boot camp, uh, one of the first exercises I have everyone to do is stand up, uh, look at, turn, turn to their neighbor, and give them a big, uh, big Sicilian hug. That's great. <laughs> and, pre- great and, and pretty soon we'll be able to do the, what we're doing right now, but being able to see each other. Uh, so so, so that, that's great, the use of technology. Exactly. So I'm, I, I stress to people, I mean, it's, it's, it, sounds, it sounds small, but let me tell you something. It, it, it's great to create, to, to use that two-step method, using Facebook to make that connection, <laughs> and then using Skype uh, to, to create uh, that, that relationship. And again, you know, it's, it's amazing. Even, you look, you got a speaking opportunity from it. So, I mean, it, it does work. And not only that, you never know who you're going to talk to and who they know. And going back to that idea of the clients of the clients. And again, it's just, it's just creating that web. It's that, you know, degrees of, degrees of separation. I also want to make one more, one more point. When we talked earlier about the importance of the creation of content in a variety of different methods, uh, the articles, the podcasts, the videos, and so on, Many of my clients, and I believe many on the calls, would like to have the creation of passive income products. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by passive income products are effective products that are available through the website, whether it's uh, DVDs or today MP3 downloads or even be able to watch training online and videos online and all this great stuff uh, and create products that, that drive the value to their clients but at the same time create income for them uh, that they can generate 24-7. So while you're doing other things, the website generates the, the income for you. So with that in mind, the creation of this amazing content concept that we talked about earlier or throughout this conversation today will help you then position your website to become a marketing machine that will also yield results in the form of creating passive income products. And you know, that leads, I want to make sure we cover this because, again, you said what a website or what a presence should do. <clears throat> Excuse me, you should have that wow factor. Number two is the content. And number three is strategies and tactics, and that. And I just want to leave 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 with that. Let's let's leave with talking about strategies. What are what are some specific strategies uh, that would act like keys to to unlock success uh, when it comes to a million dollar website or having that million dollar presence? Um, great great question. So number one, a lot of my clients want to become more effective in the way that they conduct business, and in order to do so. Many of them also want to play globally, not just in the U.S. or wherever they are positioned. If you're in Canada, only in Canada. So for the Canadians, they want to go outside Canada into the south to start um, becoming more effective in the U.S. For, people, for my clients in the U.S., they want to uh, explode further. So with that in mind, one of the key factors in no particular order is how you nurture your database, how you grow your database. Okay. The do- database, I believe, is your gold mine is where you need to constantly be in front of that database, not only to nurture it and increase it, but drive genuine value to the database through offerings and 
workshops and products and, and all the good stuff. Number two is you have to position yourself as a marketing machine. You have to become a marketing machine. Every aspect of what you do throughout the day, throughout the week, has to be driven from a marketing perspective. So whether it's developing more articles, whether it's speaking more, constantly engage in marketing activities. And the marketing gravity uh, chart that we showed earlier is a great way to, th- to think about what aspect of marketing should I engage in in order to be more effective. And the third uh, has to be in uh, driving powerful value to your target audience. And the best way to find out what value it is that you need to drive is to ask your clients, to ask your prospects. One of my favorite things during my speeches is to stop at the beginning, somewhere at the beginning of my speech and say, what are some of the issues that you are facing regarding technology and the website that if you could wave that magic wand, um, you would like to be able to resolve it? Or you would like for, for it to disappear or, or to, 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 and people start telling me, I would like to do this, I would like, and I write it on a, on a flip chart. Well, not only do I try to touch throughout my presentation on, on what they mentioned that, but that becomes the future of my articles when I go back to the office. And the fourth, the fourth one, to be successful. Wait, I just, wait, before you go on to the fourth one, ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that? That is gold, what he just said. By asking his clients what would they like to see improved, turn around or made better. And there, that creates content. Am I, am I reading you right, Chad? That's exactly right. right My clients continue. tell me what I need to write. I exactly. don't just I love it. There. I yeah. love it. Number and, four. And, and, and by the way, not only in the speeches, but when I talk to clients one-on-one. Yeah, 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 um, definitely. I say, you know, what are some of the challenges you're facing, Maurice? Uh, and what, what do we need to resolve here? And you'll say, you know, Chad, this is what bothers me right now. Here it is. And I mark it down. And if I have an article, I will immediately send you the uh, copy of the article or we'll discuss it right now. If I don't, it, it's a trigger for me to, to, to write an article or create a right, podcast or whatever. Right. And the fourth one, you have to shameless, shamelessly promote yourself. Mm-hmm. But you have to do it in an effective way. So to be the most successful out there, those are the four elements. There could be many others as well. But uh, nurturing your database, becoming a marketing machine, driving powerful value to your clients and evolving that value and shamelessly promoting yourself through Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and on radio shows and on TV, every possible way, uh, having uh, participate in webinars like this, it's a way to shamelessly, shamelessly promote yourself. Well, that, that leads to my next thing, and that's a uh, perfect lead. What, what's next for you? What, uh, I think you were in Las Vegas uh, a week or so ago. What, what's, 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 what's on your calendar? What's, what's coming up for you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was in Las Vegas speaking um, uh, to a group of speakers, um, and that was fabulous. Actually, it was my wife's first time to hear me speak in five years. Oh, really? Uh, so uh, she's busy in her career, not busy in my career. So she joined me uh, for the speech, and that was just fabulous. And then we turned it into, you know, I like this, this concept of working for an hour and a half and then resting for five days. So, <laughs> <laughs> that, is that, let me tell you, Venus, Venus speaker is the best. <laughs> so anyway, we turned it into a fabulous vacation. There are a lot of projects that my team uh, is working on. I have a fabulous team in my office that has been with me for many years. Um, I'm the visionary guy, but they're the one that tactically uh, execute all, all the dreams and all the idea. Uh, so not only are we working on some very exciting projects, the top two that, um, among many other projects for our clients, the top two that I'm very, very excited about are the, the uh, fourth quarter we're going to start developing apps for the iPhone and the iPad. Really? Uh, especially for our clients, not just ourselves. So that's, that's number one. And number two is a new site uh, that I'm launching with Ellen Weiss that is called Ellen and the Gang. And Ellen and the Gang is going to be the ultimate of the future training of entrepreneurs on the web. And the concept of the site 
uh, it will be a subscription-based site, kind of the silver-gold platinum concept, and it will allow people to subscribe to the site and get hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of videos, podcasts, and articles, both from Alan and 20 of the top, the top most successful consultants in this community from all over the world. So not only you'll be able to, uh, let's say you have a challenge of how to overcome objections. I'm just throwing that at random. You'll be able to go to the site and search on overcoming objection and have answers from Ellen and the gang, being the 20 consultants I mentioned, on how to best do that. The other part of the site is the ability to allow the subscriber to ask questions of either Ellen or the gang members. So if you have a question about technology or leveraging the website, you'll be able to ask me the question. If you have a question about finance, you'll be able to ask uh, whether it's Stuart Cross from the U.K. or Phil Simchas from Canada. They're financial experts, and you'll be able to ask them those kind of questions. Those are the two projects that I'm very, very excited about, and Ellen the Gang is being launched very, very soon, very soon being hopefully in the next three to four weeks. Well, you definitely, you've definitely launched me again. I, again, uh, now my, sh- my head is not shaking uh, left to right. It's uh, shaking up and down, and it's, just, it's been a pleasure. Uh, again, I, I've been taking notes uh, crazy over here. Uh, again, taking great notes, uh, creating that wow, wow factor, the, the, the billboard, and that uh, great content, and having strategies and tactics uh, so that I can grow my database. Chad, I want to say thank you so much for joining us on the shotgun and going and going out of the gun with the Sicilian. I hope I hope you had fun. I had a great time, uh, Maurice, and you asked a great question, and thank you for doing that and uh, the pleasure of uh, participating. Thank you uh, for that. It's, it's my pleasure, and everyone that's out there, I'm so glad you joined us on uh, the, the Sicilian shotgun. I want to, again, thank Chad, and don't forget, check out www.themilliondollarwebsites.com. It's there on your screen. Uh, don't forget the replay, uh, the uh, recording of this will be made available, so you can download it, listen to it again. Again, listen to that in-between, uh, in-between verbiage. Uh, that's where the, I believe the gold is, and I agree with Chad. Sometimes we've got to go out there and uh, focus and apply. That's what I tell my coaching clients. So, again, this is Maurice Domino, the Sicilian Mentor, letting you know that our next uh, shotgun is going to be an AskMauriceDomino.com. This is going to be a free-for-all. In other words, the listeners will drive the content. And that's going to take place Wednesday, uh, July 7th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You'll be getting information about that. And, again, it, uh, the content is driven by the listeners. I'll ask you for your questions and comments when it comes to public speaking presentation skills and how to make money from the front of the room again chad thank you so much thank you maurice my pleasure and god bless oh and thank you so much and again ladies and gentlemen thank you so much again this is maurice domino the sicilian mentor broadcasting live from the sicilian mentor studios home of the sicilian shotgun presentations that sell boot camp and the sicilian mentor mastermind sessions check us out at mauricedomino.com or killfromthestage.com. I want to thank everyone for joining this evening, and everyone have a good night. Buonanotte tutte.